0: Welcome to Metro 30, the Metro Monthly's weekly conversation with the community. Hey there, listeners. This program is brought to you by Metro Monthly. I'm your host, Zion Addison. New businesses have appeared across Elm Street on Youngstown's north side in recent years. Homes renovated into co-ops and workspaces have given the area a renewed atmosphere. Our guest today, Abby Webb, will talk to us about some of those changes and a bit of those endeavors. Abby, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me, Zion.
0: Now, just to start off, Abby, um, could you tell us a bit about um, some of the work that you do with Commonwealth?
1: Sure. I started with Commonwealth in June of 2018 as an AmeriCorps VISTA, which is a government program that works with different nonprofit organizations and healthcare organizations across the country in areas that are facing economic hardships and My role with Commonwealth as a nonprofit organization working on community development with housing, affordable housing, and community revitalization on the north side of Youngstown is to help with the new businesses that are starting on the north side of Youngstown and forming a business association with the owners, and planning some shared events to promote the businesses that are there on the north side, as well as helping Commonwealth seek grant funding opportunities for developing new programs that they would be doing to help with the businesses in the neighborhood.
0: Okay. Now, that's interesting. I like that you mentioned the um, the part about housing, because... It seems like a lot of the projects on Elm Street right now are more business focused like restaurants and a coffee shop. Are there plans for maybe residential properties or maybe some housing in the future?
1: There are. And actually what's interesting about the businesses on Elm Street is that on the first floors of the houses in which the businesses are located. The businesses are there. That's commercial Mm -hmm. space. But on the second and third floors of those places, there are apartments that people can rent. And we do have some tenants in those buildings. So they are part of the neighborhood there and go to the businesses that are there. Commonwealth also has other properties on the north side, um, as well as across the eastern part of Ohio. And those are all affordable properties for low-income renters.
0: Okay. Now, is there a specific aspect about the area, maybe just the north side or even Elm Street, that makes it suitable for developing new businesses or properties?
1: The location of where the businesses are on Elm Street and the fact that we are located directly behind Youngstown State University's campus, and we are close to Wick Park Mm -hmm. as well. So that little pocket of the north side is a great place for bringing new businesses and people there to the area, especially with the university expanding and its residential housing is close to where we are too. It gives students opportunities for shopping and dining that they wouldn't have otherwise.
0: And what has the reception been like from... I guess the YSU campus community, but the greater community at large as well.
1: It's been a great reception so far. People are very interested in how the area is turning around and the fact that you can go there and you can have breakfast, you can Mm -hmm. have lunch, you can get arts and crafts, you can get handmade items, you can get a cup of coffee, You can get alterations done. We have a lady that does custom sewing and alterations. We have another lady that does artwork at her own studio. Um, Another lady that does handmade soaps and candles and different items. And there are also events and workshops that the business owners do. So it's not just the shopping aspect, Mm -hmm. but it's a small community that you can participate in.
0: Yeah, I've definitely noticed that myself, like between the co-ops, the incubators, like shared workspaces, I noticed like a theme of collaboration that's sort of present in everything going on on Elm Street. Um, so how important is it to cultivate a sense of cooperation when developing new businesses? And is that intentional?
1: It is intentional. Um, we have two flower shops that are independent from Commonwealth, but they are anchor businesses. They've been in the neighborhood. One has been in the neighborhood for over 71 years. Okay. The other has been in the neighborhood for 16 years. And they're at the the start and the end of our little section there on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we have the kitchen incubator that's a place for people that have catering businesses or that are people that make a food product to come and have use of a shared commercial kitchen space, and then they can sell their product through the Lake to River Co-op that has a market in the Cultivate Cafe, which the Cultivate Cafe also uses products from the Lake to River Co-op farmers in their dishes. So, you know, we're really building all of these businesses Together and Commonwealth is helping to provide the space and some of the startup capital for the businesses. So, um, to create us all together is really important to us because we're Commonwealth is the fabric of a lot of what's going on there, and we're always looking for ways to bring other business owners in. If you have an idea and you want to talk about starting a business, Commonwealth is a great place to come and share your ideas and see what we can do.
0: Oh, wow, that's great. Um, and I, I did want to ask about that also. Like, How does the relationship between Commonwealth and local businesses begin? Are Are sort of like the properties advertised on the market as suitable options like, hey, we have this space that would be great for a coffee shop or a restaurant? Or do you also have organizations or individuals approach the company, they approach Commonwealth and say, hey, can you help me find such and such business location that would be good for this?
1: It's a little of both. So Commonwealth has had some ideas for things that they've wanted in the neighborhood. It really started with the kitchen incubator. That was their first project that they did there. And from there, that's where they had the idea for the co-op and the cafe. And then people in the neighborhood were approaching them and saying, I have you know, this idea for a small business, or they knew some people who were running some of these small businesses out of their homes and needed more space, and they had the properties to be able to provide the space to the business owners to move in and expand their businesses and create more opportunities for them to sell their products.
0: Okay. And as we mentioned or as you mentioned earlier, um, most of the businesses, I believe they are renovated properties or houses that were renovated properties. Um, do, you, do you see that as something that's likely to continue or would there be maybe possibilities of constructing new buildings or new spaces?
1: Well, we're starting to run out of some of those places there mm-hmm. on yeah. Elm Street, which is great. And we do have space available, lots available available behind the cafe, and across the street from the cafe that could be developed into businesses, okay. putting buildings there mm-hmm. to house new businesses.
0: Okay. Now, what would you say, because um, as you mentioned earlier, um, about working with Vista um, and in sort of areas that are economically, or on economic downturns, if you will, um, Youngstown, Mm -hmm. as it's known, has had some of its own fair share of economic hardships. What would you say are some of the obstacles or drawbacks when attempting to develop businesses or properties in the Youngstown area?
1: I would say funding for people to start the businesses is one of the biggest drawbacks. There are people that have some wonderful ideas for businesses, but maybe don't have the startup capital Mm. to do them, or don't have access to a bank or the desire to go to a bank and open accounts to be able to start exploring businesses. Um, There aren't a lot of resources around for people to do low-interest loans, Mm. and there's not a lot of ready information out there for people to know how to start that process.
0: Is, what advice would you be able to give to a group or organization that's attempting or has a wonderful idea and like to start a business? What advice would you give them to sort of get them going?
1: Well, there's also the Youngstown Business Incubator downtown. That's a great place to start. And we do some work with them as well, especially with people that are using the Commonwealth Kitchen Incubator okay. that are looking for business development. Uh, the Commonwealth... Kitchen Incubator is also a great place to start, uh, especially if you are a food-related business, small business. They can get you information that you need for finances and what licensure permits that would be necessary to start that business. Uh, The city of Youngstown itself, uh, economic development and planning would be another resource for people to use.
0: Okay. Now... um as, as of right now, what other or what new businesses do you, would you be able to tell us are might be coming to Elm Street?
1: Well, I would be excited to tell you that we do have a retail clothing store uh, that will be okay. coming called Mel's Habitat. That will be at 906 Elm Street. Um, those will be upcycled clothes. And there will be uh, vintage art items and maybe some small furniture items. Uh, It will be a consignment shop. Okay.
0: That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, Has Commonwealth as a company looked at other sides of Youngstown outside of the north side? Like, Would there be chances for a business development on the south side or maybe the west side or the east side?
1: I'm not sure if Commonwealth has looked at those places because they started on the north side okay. and I think that their focus in turning the north side around has been what has kept them there.
0: How long do you usually take? Like what is the time frame of acquiring a space or building, renovating it, and then having it open to be used by consumers or local residents?
1: Well, when I started, the Elm Street Diner, which is at 832 Elm Street, hadn't opened yet. And they were working on the renovations for the space at that time. And the diner opened in January of 2019. So it took about six months for that space to be renovated and opened.
0: And is that the uh, shared workspace as well? Is that located at the same place?
1: No. So the shared workspace, the kitchen incubator, is located across the street from that.
0: What are some common uses of the shared workspace right now?
1: Right now, we have a couple of small businesses that are using it for prepared meals for people. So um, Yo Fresh is one of them, and Prepped Wellness is another. They do orders from people for meals and then they cook the meals and package them for people and then they can come pick them up or deliver. Uh, We have uh, another person that does popcorn and makes it there, packages it there, um, gets her labels done with a local company. Uh, We have Mr. Penny who does um, Penny's It's the Sauce, which is an apple juice-based barbecue sauce. And he does everything there from the production to the bottling to the labeling.
0: And these products that um, the makers create or the individuals create um, in these shared workspaces, are are their goals sort of to get their products maybe on retail shelves, somewhere locally, say maybe like a... I don't know, maybe like a Walmart or a Target or where, where do you think they would sell them? Where they are
1: they? They have the ability to sell them in the Cultivate Cafe, the market okay. there. And some of them do that. Um, Mr. Penny, for example, sells his sauce in 16 different stores across okay. wow. the Mahoning Valley and into Western Pennsylvania, um, mostly grocery stores. Okay. Um The popcorn is also sold in some different stores in the Youngstown area. Um, We have another gentleman, um, Herman's Hot Sauce, that makes a hot sauce. And he sells that in different places across the area as well. And he also sells it out of state. Okay, wow. So uh, it's a matter of businesses getting connected with distributors and getting their products out there. But certainly products are available locally.
0: Okay. So as part of that relationship also, not just creating the spaces to make it available for people to, I guess, start their businesses, but also cultivate like a sense of business acumen. Is that something that you guys would be involved in?
1: It is. So Sean Doherty, who is the kitchen manager at the Commonwealth Kitchen Incubator, helps people that are coming in to go through the process of how to set up their business and get everything prepared for that. So um, going through the inspections that would be required, how to get connected with people who do labeling, where to get your bottles, uh, and helping people learn and train on how to use the kitchen equipment and the production.
0: What would you say the I guess the barrier of entry would be for somebody wanting to approach Commonwealth to start a business. Do most of your creators, do they have have like a a long history or have like years of knowledge in making maybe hot sauce or things like that? Or do some people come totally new, totally fresh. They just have an idea, but they don't exactly know where to start.
1: Absolutely. We have a lot of people that come that they've made this product for years at home. Uh, it's been something that maybe they've given to friends or family, okay. and friends or family have encouraged them, hey, you really should look at mass distributing this product. You, you really need to sell this product yeah. and get it out there. People would love this. And so they've gotten connected with Commonwealth in that way. For some people, it was just a hobby mm-hmm. that they started, but it was a product that got a lot of interest in the community and... They started coming in and making it and distributing it around.
0: Okay, that's very good. Um, I, think I, I think I sort of like, I enjoy that aspect. Like, you'll have um, people who are sort of maybe like amateur chefs or amateur creatives, if you will, but they're, you know, they're striving to make like a product that not only they enjoy, but other people enjoy as well. Um, that's to me, is like an interesting aspect of sort of this, this organization, I think. What what other projects, I guess you would say, is Vista been involved in outside of maybe developing properties or businesses? Are there other, other groups or other activities that you guys work with?
1: Well, Vista here in Youngstown has representation with the Taft Promise neighborhood, okay, and Veterans Affairs as well, or Veterans Services, I should say.
0: Okay. Um, as far as your, I guess your client, the clientele would go for Vista or Commonwealth, do you see a lot of interest for maybe younger people or is it older people or just a mix of both somewhere in between?
1: I would say a mix of both. I w- would say that most of the people that we see at the businesses on the north side are friends of Pat Rosenthal and Jim Converse who started Commonwealth. Okay and um, have been on the north side for a while or have been in the neighborhood for a while um, or used to live in the neighborhood and like what they're seeing as far as the redevelopment goes and like to come back and visit. But we are seeing more young people moving into the neighborhood and certainly with the college population that's so close um, and the opening of the coffee shop, Mm -hmm. Culture House coffee shop, we're seeing more younger people starting to come into the neighborhood and it's great to see that level of engagement.
0: So would you say like all the, the new development, the new businesses, that's a, a pretty big draw for people to move into the neighborhood?
1: It is because it gives them something to go to. You can walk down to Cultivate Cafe and you can get lunch. Uh, there are fresh produce and meats and cheeses and other dairy items that you can get your groceries. They do accept SNAP and EBT okay. and um, take part in the Produce Perks program. So uh, the farmer's market will be starting at the end of April. Uh, that's another opportunity for people to come and do some shopping. You can get some mac and cheese at the right. diner for lunch.
0: Yeah, that's all nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, the I'm uh, sorry, you mentioned the, uh, the farmer's market. Um, is, is the focus of that? If you know, would that be sort of focusing on like a health conscious aspect or more of like organic locally grown stuff? Would that be the focus of those farmer's markets?
1: More of organic locally grown products okay. and people that grow items and then make things with them, jams, jellies, mm-hmm. um, canning items.
0: Would you say like addressing um, sort of the lack of access to fresh vegetables in some communities, would that be part of VISTA's work and sort of its goals in the area to sort of address that lack of sometimes being able to get fresh, fresh grown produce?
1: Absolutely. Food access is one of the focuses of the Vista program and trying to get fresh foods into underserved areas.
0: What is an aspect of working at Vista that you have enjoyed the most?
1: I've enjoyed the ability to work on various passion projects for me and being able to bring resources into the community through grants that I've been able to write or through fundraising that I've been able to do and to take those funds and be able to put them into some of the programs that we've done. Okay. Um, I was able to put together a holiday business shuffle in December of 2018 that was a small business shopping event up okay. on the north side. Oh that featured our businesses and was our first culminating event that we did as a business association and coming together and having all the businesses participate and have specials or offer gifts with purchase. And we had punch cards for people to be able to take around to the different businesses to encourage them to visit every place. And that was something that I got to put together with the help of everybody, Mm -hmm. but got to launch that. And then that's something that we plan to continue even after my Vista position would end. I could see that as something that would continue.
0: Okay, great. I'm sure that would be very helpful. Um, Now, um, Vista as a nonprofit, uh, and I'm sure it's like you mentioned earlier that fundraising is important. So how can individuals or people who aren't, you know, directly working with VISTA or just people in the community, how can they get involved with fundraising or how can they get involved in some way to sort of contribute?
1: Well, uh, they can look at some of the different nonprofits here in the Youngstown area, because any nonprofit is going to be interested in fundraising efforts. Mm -hmm. And there's always an opportunity for volunteers to help with planning and the execution of fundraisers because it's a lot of work so any nonprofit that people might be interested in would be good to check out
0: all right thank you and i'm sure there's going to be much more to look forward to coming from vista and commonwealth on the north side um mel's habitat as you mentioned earlier um should be an interesting shop Mm -hmm. interesting a contribution there um thank you again for joining us today abby For those of you uh, listening now or sometime in the future, I'm your host, Sion Madison. Thank you. Thank you. Metro 30 is produced in collaboration with the Youngstown Radio Reading Service. Visit metromonthly.net for news, features, and the Valley's most complete calendar of events. And be sure to subscribe to the Metro 30 podcast.